Alright, let's uh let's see it. Alright, how how was your first ever bite of tomato soup? My first ever bite of tomato soup, like you bite soup. Yeah. Um Well it was, yeah, I mean tomato. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going everybody? Welcome to Soups On with your host Grayson Thomason here, our soup correspondent Sat Pasagoo with the latest news in soup, and myself, David Hosey. All right, so take it away, Grayson. What do we have going on today? Today's episode is going to be featuring the one and all tomato soup. Oh, tomato uh, soup. Specifically, we have in front of us Campbell's Creamy Tomato Soup. Um, got a little uh, kind of uh, lazy and just bought the microwavable uh, version. Um, I mean, you know, what can you say? It's tomato soup. Now uh, it's an American classic, right? Yeah. Especially it- with grilled cheese, I mean. Yeah, some of those great things about classics, you got Campbell's, like, everyone does a tomato soup, everyone has their own personal recipe. Mm -hmm. I, for one, have been waiting about two years now for one of my friends, George, to send me her recipe. Um, So yeah, that's cool. That's some patience for some soup you got there. Yeah. But uh, it's not only just about the tomato soup, though. I mean, it's all about what you put with it. You can have anything from grilled cheese, croutons, bread, any of that kind of thing. You can put basil in it, I mean, you really do some stuff with tomato soup. We got some grilled cheese in front of us, I'm going to go ahead and... Tear apart yeah, go some ahead and see how that is. It's uh, somewhat moist. It's because it's, well, it's been sitting there. <laughs> Dipping it in that soup. <laughs> Make it a little more moist there. So, it occurs to me some of our viewers might actually not know what soup is. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucking idiot doesn't know what soup is? I mean, come on now. Right, but we can't blame. It's pretty simple. So, according to Google's definition of soup, soup is a liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish or vegetables, etc. in stock or water. So that kind of gives us a broad category, and I hope that kind of gives you all an idea of what's going to be going on in this podcast. Cause yeah, speaking of that, what is going on in this podcast? I mean, well, this podcast, this podcast is a soup-based podcast, probably not an original idea, but um, it's just kind of a dumb idea we had over dinner once. So, I mean, like, think about it right now. We're, we're discussing tomato soup, but, like, looking at the definition of soup, technically, we're drinking beer soup right now. We're going to go over all sorts of Whoa, soups. Let's not go that oh, way. Yeah. yeah, if you want to be that guy, uh, the, like, most base definition of soup is, like, a li- any liquid food. But So we're pretty much going to be doing that purely just to be able to expand the amount of episodes that we can do, because there's, like, what, five types of soup in the world? <laughs> That's um, what most viewers think, but we yeah. are. I'm going to introduce you all to a whole new world of soups you may not have even considered a soup. And maybe like some for controversial in- soup, like cereal. <laughs> like for in- a soup of breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> like for instance, you may be thinking to yourself, well your definition just said boiling meat, fish, or vegetables, so obviously tomato soup fell into that vegetable soup category. Vegetable well that's soup. where you're wrong, because a tomato is a fucking fruit, so well, this is a fruit soup. Are you absolutely certain fruit about soup. that? Uh, I do have something about that later in this episode that we can talk about, whether a tomato is a vegetable or a fruit. So before we move on, I know a lot of you guys like to hear about your current events, especially in the soup world. That's why you came to our podcast. This is so disappointing. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let, let's talk about what's currently going on in the soup world, because, I mean, everyone cares about that. Well, currently... As of just a few hours ago, Campbell Soup is to be selling Bolt House Farms for five hundred ten million dollars. Five hundred. Campbell Soup, yeah. That Campbell Soup said on Friday it would sell his Bolt House Farms business to an affiliate of a private equity, uh, and it's the first company's first major sale. So, like, 
I'm honestly like excited. Like, what type of major so, changes this bring into our soup world? So, what does Bolt House Farms do? Oh, I like, don't have do they grow ingredients for the soup or what? Are they like? Well, so funny enough, Bolt House is actually known for its fruit juices and packaged carrots. <laughs> so that could affect the uh, types of ingredients that you might put in your soup, like carrots or packaged fruits. I guess I don't know. <laughs> like tomatoes, I mean, that's, right? Well, that's what's in it. Well, the great thing is they spent like. I think like two billion dollars back in 2012 trying now to push a new healthier like, product. Now they're selling for what? So it sounds like they're million? just making a loss. Well, no, no, no. They, the, the two billion was for a push for healthier food alternatives, which in turn made them a, like a crap ton of money. Oh, yeah, um, okay. So Campbell, Campbell Foods hasn't really gone out as to why they're doing this, but I mean, everyone looks pretty optimistic. And I hope any of the viewers might be able to give us some more insight because uh, we I'm sure there's much more. Experienced people in the soup world than us. Yeah, so uh, quick thing to put in the comments. Let us know what you think about this deal. Comments. <laughs> all two and people. We've, we've all really two already... of our friends that are going to listen to this podcast are going to hey, post some Hey, I'm comments. sure my mom will. We've already shilled out. I'm not showing this to my parents. We've already said fuck like five times. <laughs> Don't well, worry, I'm gonna mom. Continue drinking it's my, okay. I'm going to continue drinking my wheat-based soup. Known as mixed with beer. Uh, oranges, right? Yeah, mixed with oranges. Yeah, I don't think we could actually say the brand, any kind of copyright issues, and hey, they don't sponsor us yet. But hey, Blue I mean, Moon, if you want to sponsor us, we are a champion of your brand. I don't Blue think Moon can... soup is one of the best soups Blue I've ever Moon had. Soup. I thought you earlier you literally said that it's your least favorite beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, sponsorships change a lot, all right? They're, Money they're, talks. Blue Moon is just so convincing. <laughs> Dang, you devoured that grilled cheese, David. I mean, hey, what can I say? I was a little hungry. I'm not right? even dipping mine in the soup because I don't like it. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. The host Our of a... soup connoisseur so does, does not, not like, like soup. Tomato soup. Was I, the, was I the soup connoisseur? I mean, you're I the host. I, was, so... I think I'm the... <laughs> Uh-oh, the soup host doesn't like soup. Ooh, big deal. <laughs> I mean, wasn't like the head of the NAACP not actually black? I heard no, about that, was, that. Yeah, I she wasn't. I don't think she. She wasn't the head. She was a big figure in the earth. That was maybe not even. Maybe not How even. How long a big ago figure. was that? That was a while. But ago, yeah, the, it was like two years ago. <laughs> no, it was longer than no, two years. It was, years. Like, it was, it was not like two years ago. It was not. Fuck. It well, was anyway, not more than two years ago. Let's keep. Let, let's keep on our soup train here. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so now that we've covered current events and then got uh, way off track, eventually talking about the NAACP, apparently. Yeah, that's a little um, risky right there. Maybe we should uh, dive a little further and uh, talk about some history. Well, let's hear it. So I got a little bit of history about uh, first the tomato and then later tomato soup specifically. Um, so on my uh, trusty dusty laptop here, I got some notes about the tomato. Uh, some etymology, it comes from the Spanish for uh, tomate. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. T O M A T E, tomate. Let us know in the comments. American. <laughs> Let us know uh, in the comments. And then that that itself uh, spawns from the Nahuatl word uh, tomato. Nahuatl is the Aztec language, and uh, tomato might be how you pronounce it. I don't know. Tomato. I'm just kind of going by phonetics here. <laughs> T O M A T L. There's only one like one group of people I wouldn't trust to give me a good answer on that, and that's the fucking Mississippians. Yeah, fucking. Exactly. Mississippi. If you're fucking Mississippi, yeah, get, get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. Like, what are you doing here? 
Oh, Get your state in order before you You think you know about the listen to podcasts. Yeah, you guys probably eat a lot of fucking soup with how fat you are in Mississippi. <laughs> um, I feel like that'd be the opposite. I mean, most people that eat a lot of soup are pretty thin. Like, look I at mean, the Russians know, when they're, they're, they're like cooking. starving in the Siberian winter. Sounds like right? they would just. They weren't allowed to eat soup. <laughs> All they're eating is chowder. <laughs> well, you think, you think that Stalin was giving the Russian troops borscht at the fucking. I mean, <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> Speaking of chowder, what's the what's the difference between chowder and soup? I feel like that's a whole uh, episode. Uh, man, I, mean, I feel I like, I feel like we've right already now. gotten off track. So I talked about how it was from the Nahuatl language, uh, which is Aztec uh, to model. Uh, that obviously means that it's like native to South and Central America. Um, and then y- y- your boy Cortez, you know, the guy who murdered a lot of people. Um, eventually brought it back to Europe in 1519 where they didn't eat it for a really long time. Well, they they were just missing out then, you know. Because it was part of the nightshade family, which it is. It is. They were right about that. It is part of the nightshade family. Well, and, they're um, fucking missing out. They thought out. it was poisonous Ooh. because of that. And I forget which part of the tomato plant it is right. actually poisonous, but there is a part of the tomato plant that is poisonous. It might be the leaves. Yeah, so obviously so, not fun the tomato fact, itself. Speaking of I the mean, nightshade group, there's actually a nightshade soup. And, um, and nightshade soup was yeah, that, is that what uh, they like gave Aristotle or whatever? <laughs> it's got a lot of tomatoes. It honestly just looks like a tomato soup, but a AKA deadly nightshade soup. So who knows if you're yeah. looking for an outlet? Aristotle's call. only assassin. If you want to right? poison your significant significant other, hey, wait, click no, on that hey, life insurance. Hey, wait, I mean, you can do hey, that wait too. Wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. No. I am not advocating murder. Legally, I have to say that. You know, we're kind of uh, talking over each other a lot. That usually doesn't. I mean, that's weird. usually what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't really care all that much. Um, and then uh, it says here, I have the number five, and it says Italy was first to embrace the tomato. So fucking good on those Italians. At least they're good for something. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they got hey, they got the risotto. They got. They, got, they, got, they, got, they, got, they those, got spaghetti sauce. I mean, what spaghetti sauce without those, tomatoes? Uh, those Texans right? aren't good for much, but uh, hey, they embrace the tomato. There we go. All right, so now we can actually move on to some tomato soup history if you're interested in that type of thing. And if you're not interested in that type of thing, then fuck get out. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, it's a soup. What are you, from fucking Mississippi? What the fuck are you dipping in our soup, Sapple? You're putting... I am dipping... All right. <laughs> so he's putting... <laughs> he's putting spicy... What are these? Spicy nachos? Sweet, spicy... Ch- spicy... I can't read. Sweet and spicy chili nachos. Uh, <laughs> Doritos. They're, they're Doritos. I can't say the word Doritos. They're spicy, sweet chili Doritos. Here's one with that sponsor, Doritos. We love you. And dipped in tomato soup, I can say it's actually pretty good. I'm okay, having, well, that's just an abomination. It doesn't matter if it's uh, any good. This right. is going to be allowed, but I'm going to have to like edit this down. All right, um... Yeah, so he was dipping those in tomato soup like some like sort of... fucking savage. Like some sort of fiend. Savage, not in a good way. Like today's youth. Yeah. So that once again, once again, was like yet another interruption uh, for our history segment uh, to talk about tomato soup. That was me clapping. I'll probably. uh, Yeah, you'll probably. I'll probably regret doing that. People won't like that. Although it's, I'm recording. That was definitely. We're recording on my phone, so I doubt that they'll care. Um, (laughs) So in 1872. Uh, some uh, woman, I, I think she was a chef, I don't honestly remember, I didn't take very good notes. Some, uh, a woman named Maria Parloa wrote uh, the Appledore cookbook. Oh wait, no, I remember who she was. She was like a, one of the first celebrity chefs in America in like the late 1800s. Yeah, 1872 is when she wrote the Appledore cookbook. Alright, not to be confused with the anarchist cookbook, right? Um, that's not a funny joke. Uh, so, and that was uh, in the Appledore cookbook is 
uh, one of the books credited with the first tomato soup recipe. So we get to thank Maria Parloa, if you like tomato soup, for one of the first, or the first tomato well, soup recipe. I believe it was an actual, like, a tomato chowder recipe, if I remember correctly. I don't know, I didn't write that down in my notes, so I might be wrong. Well, thank you, Miss um, Parloa. Yeah, that I don't really all care right. all that much, because uh, if you uh, were listening at the beginning of the podcast, I, uh, Grayson, had my first... Spoonful of tomato soup and uh, I don't know. All right, and we had I didn't, this. I didn't think there was abomination. Sat and there goes here. there goes Sat Paul dipping Mixing his Doritos, Doritos with again. tomato soup again. Why are you still here, huh? Get out so, of here. So another fun fact: the earliest archaeological. Why are we going here. back to you? I'm still doing my thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calm it down. Calm it down. You keep going, Grayson. Keep the going. The first ever <laughs> consumption of soup. Dates back okay, to 6,000 BC. Talk. You're not allowed to talk. You're dipping Doritos into tomato soup. Yeah, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're on a five-minute like, timeout. You're right? dipping into my segment. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, also, let him get through the tomato soup history, and then you can go. Also, right? in case in case people here couldn't tell, we have been drinking a little bit. Or, and that really probably only affects no, me. No, These no, other no, two no. probably aren't ever affected. We're just kind of dumbasses. I am a little bit. They're yeah. Just, yeah, they're just Mixed fucking idiots. functioning alcoholics. <laughs> so after Maria Parloa in 1872 wrote the Appledore cookbook, Campbell, you know, Campbell's the famous soup company that we all know, was uh, still a small company in 1897, and they hired the chemist Dr. John Dorrance uh, to create a condensed soup. And I believe a condensed soup is when you... Hold on, hold on, hold on. What is... Open up the fridge over here, fucking, like, squeak. Yeah, get some WD-40 for that. Um... Alright, hold on. What is condensed soup? I was just explaining that. Why are you at what you just you interrupted me explaining what condensed soup was to ask what condensed soup was. You fucking idiot. You're supposed to go good question, Dave. No, I'm not supposed to go good I'm question. Supposed to be. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, so condensing condensing soup is the process of extracting water from soup without losing its flavor. It hadn't really, it hadn't been done yet, so that's why Dr. John Dorrance was hired by camp. Now, is this the same process as condensed milk? I don't know. No, I don't. It sounds like think it. so. Is there water in milk? That's a pretty dumb. I mean, yeah, question. there's water in milk. There's water in most liquids. So if we dehydrate beer. tomato soup, uh, do we just get the tomato? I'll be honest, I don't, I don't know much. Yes. About, I don't know. No, it's not. Let's do it right now. <laughs> that is a, uh, that's a chemical change that you cannot change. Um, it's kind of the definition of a chemical change. Nerd alert. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was only a kin major for one and a half year. Um, so uh, after they hired Dr. John Dorrance, he was there for a pretty good time. And uh, in the year 1915, uh, Dr. Dorrance, that's like, actually kind of a cool name, Dr. Dorrance. Ooh. And uh, Chief, oh, nice one, Sat Paul, spilling your beer all you over the counter. You got a Idiot. thought you were a bartender. All right, and... Uh, so, Dr. Dorrance and Chief Chef Louis Charles Delisle. De oh, man, I don't know why I tried to pronounce that correctly. He's French, by the way. It's pronounced, it, it's spelled Louis Charles Delisle. But uh, I believe his last name is pronounced Delisle, and the other ones are just however you would pronounce them in French. He was Chief Chef of Campbell in 1915. I don't remember when he started, but that during like 1915, he was me. Chief Chef. I believe it was. I mean, how much do you think he was getting paid in this? Um, Six figures? Probably five bucks an hour. It's 1915. Five whole bucks. I don't know how much people made back then. Hot damn. Well, That's like, a lot like of money a in nickel, A nickel was a lot of money back then. Like, are true. we comparing this money to like Red Dead Redemption style money? I, no, we're not. Red Dead Redemption, man. We're but, just comparing uh, it to today's uh, money. I can't get through a freaking sentence. Alright, so in 1915, those two, Dorrance and Dalil, create Campbell's beefsteak tomato soup. 
It was um, Campbell's Beef like flash steak tomato soup. That yes, it was Campbell's. Doesn't sound good at all. Who would who would make that? You don't put beef in tomato soup. Okay, well it was Campbell's like flagship tomato soup recipe. It was ready right out of the can. It used locally sourced ingredients. Um, one of the things I read on the internet when doing my research is that Dr. Dorrance um, specifically wanted New Jersey tomatoes. I don't know exactly what's special about New Jersey tomatoes, but well, it's better than fucking Mississippi. That's just something. Yeah, that's yeah. True. Of course, it's better. Hey, if you're than from Mississippi, get the fuck out of here. If you I go mean, to Alabama, on. that's better than Mississippi. And Alabama's fucking Alabama. <laughs> I'm saying that half my family's from Alabama. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, he wanted New Jersey tomatoes. I don't know what's special about that, but. The article that I read was about how they were trying to recreate his 1915 recipe, his and uh, Chef Delisle's uh, 1915 recipe, and they had to use New Jersey tomatoes because or else it wouldn't be the same recipe. That's how much of an emphasis it was on it. Maybe it's just the climate, you know? I don't know. Okay. Maybe New Jersey's just made for, known for their recipes. I don't know about that. Also, hey, Actually, on, your, yes, on, your, yeah. on, your, on your comment from earlier, have you ever eaten a hamburger? Seems off topic, but there's I mean, point. yeah. Ham- have you ever, I think most, hamburger? most yeah. American yeah, people I threw, I threw one up like five weeks ago. All right, I don't think. <laughs> well, the David, tell me, tell that. me. Have you ever put ketchup on your hamburger? Yeah, but ketchup Boom. is completely different than tomato soup. Tomato soup with beef, right there. No, That's ketchup not tomato is soup. completely <laughs> different than tomato soup. Yeah. It's um, also it doesn't have the same ingredients as yeah. tomato soup. The only common ingredient is probably like salt and tomatoes. Let us know in the comments what you oh, think. Oh shit! The, the first listed ingredient for tomato soup is tomato puree. <laughs> oh, all right, but that's it's still different, all right? Mm. Tomato soup. Is that's still just water different. and tomato paste. Yeah. Yeah. Water and then high fructose corn syrup, wheat flour, vegetable oil, and then it contains less than two percent of some other stuff. So those right, obviously yeah. aren't important. So I'm not going to read. Probably them. not. Um, yeah, but about the New Jersey tomatoes, there actually is something else that I will read about them later, but okay. it has to do with. Um, the other little tidbit that I have planned. All right, well, is that most of the history of the tomato no, it's, soup? No, it's, it's most of it, but it's not all of it. What's up next? Um, well, it's, we, I just said it's not all of the history. Well, so I said obviously what's up next? next is more history. Real quick, for those okay, of you yeah. curious, the key difference between ketchup and tomato soup is we that ketchup uses vinegar. Really? Is that the key difference? That's the only key difference between Well, it tastes completely different if you ask me. You know what's right? weird? I don't like ketchup anymore. I'm, <laughs> I'm a mustard guy now. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Like, are we talking Dijon or like? I don't. Some that I mean, just, shit. Just mustard in general. It's it's better. I I I, I used to only put ketchup on my hot dogs, and now I will only put mustard and nothing else. I might mm. actually try like a nice Chicago style hot dog <clears throat> since that's like their thing, and put some like relish on there. I believe that's what it is. Relish. Yeah. That's like mustard. Is that mixed with something else? It's. it's wow. I think it's like chopped up pickles and. Yeah. Relish is like chopped up pickles yeah. and stuff. That doesn't sound half bad. Pickles are pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean. The other day, I was at Chow and someone put cheese underneath their uh, hot dog wiener and the bun, and I was like, "That's what the fuck's wrong with them?" Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, my I first. I from Mississippi. Yeah, time to go the fuck back to Mississippi. All right. You're really running this. You're running this bit into the ground, but I love it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just saw that and I was like, why do they got cheese underneath their fucking wiener? <laughs> that's what it sounds called. like. That's a personal health problem. <laughs> yeah. Smegma. <laughs> I probably shouldn't hit the table. Um, oh man. Yeah, um, but the other two history little things after the New Jersey tomato, he made his 15 recipe with Chef Louis. Um, 
Campbell's soup boosts tomatoes' popularity as the tomato is perfect for canning due to its acidity. Um, I, I don't know. I don't remember enough about chemistry to uh, tomatoes know fruit, right? why acidity affects the cannibality of the tomato. I didn't even know well, that the tomato was know, acidic. I know a little bit of this when I was making um, yeast for my sourdough bread. Oh yeah, you were making uh, the, the acidic, acidic level rises when uh, you know the yeast puts off the carbon dioxide and the alcohol, and that kills really. any sort of bacteria that might try to grow in there. Oh, so. Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Thanks, David. Looks like you're not the guy who doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, no, that's perfect. no, just only super related. I don't know. What's yeah, going no, he's perfectly right. right. I'm, no, the, I'm just perfect, here. Right. I'm here. The high about soup with the, the audience. So. The high acidity is just yeah, essentially preventing growth of any kind of bacteria. Yeah. So yeah, there you have it. I don't know why I didn't look that up because I even when I was writing this down, I was like, whenever that matters, and I just uh, kept going. So <laughs> helpful tip: don't can bleach. You'll get bacteria. <laughs> that's true because it is very basic. Bleach is a basic bitch. <laughs> okay, so um, nowadays, yeah, this is this is a bit of modern history. Campbell's now sells around eighty-five million cans of soup in the U.S. in one year. Eighty-five million. Eighty-five million. Damn, and we just contributed to one of those soup. today. Well, I don't is think that can? that's not a can. That's a bowl of soup. It's a unit of soup. No, I feel like that's probably, not. I feel like they probably add that in there. So, no, 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 no. If you're being specific, a can is a can. This is not a can. This is more of a bowl. Do you guys want to get into the topic that I'm... I mean, so we've, we've already been going for 21 hold minutes, on, yeah, I mean, Hold on, let's move over to... The definition uh, of a cane is a cylindrical metal container, and only the top part of that's actually only metal. Okay, well, no, actually, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily mean... That but doesn't, it's, not a cylinder, it's not a cylinder. That does not necessarily mean that the people who wrote the article... I don't... I didn't put my sources on here like a bad boy. Um, that doesn't mean that the people... MLA, Grayson. Come on. Stop. Hey, oh, first stop. of all, stop that, interrupting me. The science community uses APA like any APA civilized then. person. I, don't, I never a was a fan of APA. Though, so I used I that in like shit. one class. Yeah. I'm not a fan of APA because I've been doing MLA on Let's talk about that Chicago-style shit, though. Chicago-style? Right? I don't know what it sucks. Okay, we, we, we... But that doesn't mean that um, just the, because the people said... Cans doesn't mean that they actually meant cans, because, I mean, they're like, well, journalism major, what do they fucking know? <laughs> what, what, what do they fucking know? <laughs> but still, I think it's important sorry, to distinguish I'm the sorry, cans. Journalism, I'm sorry, journalism majors. That was a bit of a low no, blow. Not, that was mean. All of y'all are probably from I'm just I'm just jealous, because I have a hard time writing more than one page, even though I wrote <laughs> more than one page for this soup episode. Uh, no, just like just like the Mississippians, get the fuck out of here, all right? Yeah, we no, can't keep. Kidding. We can't keep. Actually, doing. journalists, stay, we, please. We, we need can't. that sponsorship money. <laughs> They're not gonna. Yeah, money from a journalist. Okay. Ooh. Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, but our listener account contributes I'm to sorry. sponsorships. I'm, so, I'm sorry, journalists. It's just too easy to make fun of you. <laughs> all right. Well, is that all the uh, history you got for the tomato soup? It is. Grayson. All right. Well. I say we uh, go back to Sapple here with the fun news facts. and happenings. Of oh, you have more fun facts? Tomato yeah, soup. Yeah. So uh, let's go into a few more fun facts real quick, just for those of you who are curious about like why we decided to cover soup. Just because listen to these facts: soups are classified into two groups: clear soups and thick soups. Well, what's the difference between a clear soup and a thick soup? Well, if you could, if, if you know basic adjectives and like you know the <laughs> definition of English, or All like right. how English. Well, some works. of our listeners might have a hard time with English. Clear right? soups are typically some used of our with... listeners might be blind. Exactly. <laughs> clear soups are typically used with your broths, that type of thing, like chicken okay. broth, vegetable right. broth. While your thick soups are like the dummy thick soups. 
Okay, so like a cream of chicken soup. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So or a nice hearty potato soup. So soups can be consumed hot or cold depending on the climate of the region where it's being served. Flavors can be sweet and savory, and that really opens up like so many soups. Americans also eat more than 10 billion bowls of soup each year. I believe Dude, that. Dude, I mean, I mean, I have a lot of soup to begin with. I mean, I so. feel like I said, I think I said earlier that I don't like soup, but I actually do like soup. Good yeah, chicken you noodles. Do like, you do like my potatoes. Funny David, you mentioned chicken David's noodle. potato soup is freaking amazing. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned chicken noodle soup because that's actually the most popular soup variety in the U.S. Well, obviously, it doesn't take a doesn't take. Well, a anybody with a cold is going to eat chicken noodle soup. All right, I mean that's just common sense. You eat chicken noodle soup when you have a cold. We'll probably do an episode about that. I hope so. I mean, it's just it's such that a could staple be of two. Uh, American soup. And so, for those speaking of soup, we also like to keep up with you know like pop culture. So some of you may have heard the phrase like "no soup for you." And a lot of people surprisingly don't Seinfeld. know where that's from. Yeah, it was uh, it was used as a response to someone's request or demand that will not be fulfilled. So like, if David asked me to pay him back the twenty bucks for like the stuff I borrowed and didn't give yeah, back, I would just say bucks. I would just say no soup for you, man. Yeah, and well, that's I it. mean, what else? Was, what was, else can I say to that? That's like the end of the argument right there. I you was know? thinking about doing a Seinfeld episode. Um, where we review the soups that they order in that episode. I think we uh, can. the two of the soups that I remember is mulligatawny and uh, lobster bisque. Well, hey, if y'all, if let us know in the comments, and uh, y'all will get treated with a special surprise culture. for a, a fun pop culture episode. I was even thinking about doing the uh, learning slap bass just so I could do like a spoof of the Seinfeld intro <laughs> for that episode. <laughs> but that's probably not going to happen because I'm not good at music. No, you're pretty good. Yes, I'm I'm okay, but I'm not gonna be able to learn slap bass dabble. in two you dabble, hours. Right? You dabble, right? Dabble. dabble, dabble. There you go. Um, the intro music for this episode is likely gonna come from me. Um, well, play yourself up, why don't you? All right. That's exactly what I'm doing. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's I'm not gonna put my band camp out there because I have <laughs> shit on that right now. I have like two songs on there, and they're both shit, and I don't want to. No, play they're they're okay. They're too good. lazy. They're pretty. The one, good. the one that you asked me to make. Or that I said I would make for you was okay, I guess. It's good. So it's it's like repetitive, it. but I mean... But I mean, it was supposed so to be relaxed. We, we are still it's super new, so I mean, let's let everyone know about us. Like, So like, my favorite suit, personally... Let's let everybody know about us 27 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> personally, my favorite type of soup is lentil soup. I can lentil probably eat that soup. all day. All right. Um, well, I make a mean potato soup that yeah. I absolutely yeah. love. He does. All right, he I does. mean... It's nice and thick, creamy. I'd love to taste it, but you keep putting bacon in it. Well, I mean, we, it's made we, with chicken broth. We asked broth. you one time, hey, let's not put bacon in it, and you said no. I mean, it's made with chicken broth, and I offered to find a way to make it without chicken broth. And you still didn't come over, so I made it with chicken broth anyways. Yeah, you failed on this. Um, <laughs> yeah, my you favorite did. soup, uh, also, date, I don't eat much soup, if I'm being honest, which is weird for the host of a soup podcast, but... Uh, I guess I'm probably the biggest fan of David's potato soup as well. I mean, it's, it's a good it's potato fantastic. soup. It's I hope nice you guys can hear me. I kind of walked away to the fridge. <laughs> so it's a nice hearty we, tomato soup. When we in the winter, when we came up with this idea, I was asking myself like, how often do I actually eat soup? Because oh, I eat a lot of soup. If y'all, if y'all, if y'all couldn't tell by my, if y'all couldn't tell by my name, I am in fact Sat- Indian. And so curry is a large part of my diet, and so as we're even though curry is most often identified as a gravy, uh, is it actually a soup? Well, see, that's the thing. It, by definition, it is a soup, and by the actual okay. sauce magazine, they define sauce it as a magazine. soup. And is that gra- the official soup magazine? Yeah, gravy comes right under as a soup. The more you know. I mean, I'm not a big curry curry guy myself. 
Grayson, uh, you had a comment? Um, I don't remember what I was gonna say if I'm being honest. Let's see if I can try to remember. It was regarding me and thinking about it all the soups I you. eat. All the soups you eat. Um, How many soups do you eat? At least seven. Um, at least seven? That's at a least lot of soups, seven. let me tell you. Dude, I can count on the number of my fingers how many seven is. <laughs> I would hope so, I mean... Yeah, actually, I only, I got, six, I only got six fingers. <laughs> um, I, I can't remember what I was going to say, honestly. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, that's fine. So... Isn't fine, though. Oh, I was going to... Okay, now I remember because of the way you said that. You have, <laughs> Since we've started this, you have had this like weird tone to your voice. You've had you've adapt you've adopted this like your own podcast voice. <laughs> well, as many people know. <laughs> See there it is. <laughs> there, it is. <laughs> there it is. You you're like keep a, it normal. You're right? like a newscaster. It sounds. We- I mean, I'm okay with it if you just want to do it the rest of the time. I'm yeah, just gonna... keep it normal. Come on. Okay, so, you just said the opposite of me. I said I'm okay with it, and then you said keep it normal. No, keep it normal. So while we're selling the whole flow. pop culture thing and everything, and like we're really out here to help y'all. But we want to know some stuff too. How smart are our viewers? So I've got a few soup <laughs> trivia questions. Soup here. trivia questions. How are they going to answer it? What? In the comment section. If you can give Quick. us all ten answers, I we'll don't give know you if a there is out. a comment section. Quick question. I've never. Can used we this play website. the Jeopardy theme song when we get out these questions? questions? I'd rather not. So I mean, I mean, it's not like this isn't going to be monetized because Grace, once again, two people are going to listen to it. But I think, Grayson, I think you actually know the answer to this one, but, uh... Dude, I know the answer to everything. Hey, we'll make this a competition between Grayson and David. Oh, God. Competition between... Right. This you, is a very fucking Let's feel free to answer. So, what is the name given to beet soup? I don't know this. I don't fucking know, yeah. I don't know this. Yeah, you said I thought I would... I mean, yeah. I'm I'm learning soup so, along with the audience, so I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Me to learn. It's Russian. Oh, Bjorst. There you go. Oh, I didn't know that was a beet soup. I don't know why I didn't know that was beet soup. I've known what I've 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 heard of Bjorsh since. Uh, well, I guess I'll go ahead and be honest. When I've heard of Bjorsh, it was an epic rap battle series with uh, all the Russian leaders. Ah. <laughs> and I was like, "What's Bjorsh?" So, uh, I remember all right. Back question two. School. Question two. Yeah, back in what is school. the rumored origin for the word chowder? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I yeah, you got me there. Again. It's for, well, it's believed that it's from the old French chowder. From Cauldron. Care. Who cares about friends? No, it's You're definitely right. from Chowder from the Cartoon yeah. Network TV show. Once Chowder. Again, that's also where I heard uh, like, of uh, Gazpacho, which I believe is actually a cold tomato soup. I don't know why. Uh, I remember seeing that in my notes, and I was like, oh, that's what Gazpacho is. Funny thing, I didn't actually know marzipan was a type of chocolate. I knew marzipan was a type of food because everything in that show was named after a type of food, but I didn't know what marzipan was. All right, so what is a type of soup as in lobster? Lobster bisque, lobster soup. Um, for everybody, for everybody listening at home, all two of you, thank you. Uh, we love you. All our support goes is unless goes you're out from to Mississippi. You. I don't know why I said all our support goes out to you. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you have cancer or something. So, um, but uh, Sat Paul just squinted as his uh, laptop screen, like he didn't know what was going on. So, you've got two main types of soup, and that's going to be bisque or stew. Okay. Yeah, bisque. What in, what P-I-S-Q-U-E. It's one of those Q-U-E words that should exist for so, some reason. All right. All right. Uh, fourth question. Uh, currently, Grayson's in the lead. What up? Uh, oh, no. I said bisque. Too after, after I said this. No, I said lobster bisque. No, he did say it. I'll give him okay. that. I'll give him that. Too so, uh, We're literally is, recording this. I can show it to you. What is the real ingredient? Can we get a play-by-play there? Oh, okay. We should actually... Uh, real talk right here. We should probably t- uh, work on not interrupting each other because we have done that literally every second. <laughs> what is the real ingredient in mock turtle soup? 
turtles. Chocolate? Wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Like a turtle pie is used with chocolate, so or nuts. So it's it's, it's actually veal. All right. What the fuck is veal? It's, it's like deer. It, veal comes from young That's calves, venison. not growing. Oh, young from. calves. <laughs> they both start with a V. You can see where I can get confused. So you can't let it become a full-grown cow. You got to get veal. You got to murder it in its yeah. infanticide. <laughs> we uh, David learned that word earlier today when he thought. No, Matt, I didn't. When he saw Sat uh, Paul playing a video game. All right. <laughs> so I'm actually lightning round question. Meaning, whoever takes this will just go in the lead. What? <laughs> All right. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Name the main ingredient in a soup that's served cold. Water. Yeah. Tomato. No. Broth. Nope. Can I, can I find a friend? I mean, that's gazpacho, right? That's a cold soup. Peas. Nope. <laughs> pea soup. Pea is You were close with tomato. Potato. Yeah, there it is. Potato soup isn't served cold, it's served warm. That sounds like that's just vodka. Like, uh, David's is. That just sounds like vodka. If you ask me. Cold potato. Um, that's not the same at all. Oh, okay. So this is going to be a first to answer this as quick as possible because you should be able to get this. Can we have a multiple choice? What is the shape of crackers mostly served with clam chowder? Uh, oyster. Oyster crackers. <laughs> o- oyster shape? Hey, wait a minute. Is Actually, that... I mean, yeah. Oyster shape. Cra- oyster crackers are a thing. They're like, a, hexa- it, they're like a hexagon. Uh, yeah. Hexagon! Damn it. I was just... Damn it. Thanks for saying oyster <laughs> crackers. Dude, I used to eat... Like oysters, though. I used to just eat those plain after... I mean, cross, I still do After cross-country practice. I would eat, like, half a bag. It was probably I, very unhealthy, because they were very salty. You had to get the low-sodium Kroger brand, all right? Well, why would we do that? Ooh, okay. It's actually Gra- very Grace good. Grace and Grace, 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 Grace will probably uh, know this one. I will. So during, the great, during the Great Depression in the United States, many mm-hmm. people were so hungry that they had to queue up at soup kitchens to get food. What nickname was given to these soup kitchens? I always just thought they were called soup kitchens. A soup um, line? I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I don't fucking care about American history at all. Hoover Cafe. Me. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hoover Cafes. I mean, obviously, it was Is that named a, after F- J. Edgar Hoover. Yeah. But. All right. One more question. Oh, thank God. Head of the FBI and later a president. What is the main ingredient of borscht soup? Beets. Hey! There's Battlestar Galactica. And in a, <laughs> in a quick foul sweep, Grayson wins today's soup trivia. Yeah, so that, was, uh, that was a massacre. I'm not a soup expert. I'm, I'm not a sorry. soup I know less about soup than you. You literally make a tomato potato soup that's absolutely amazing. And um, I don't. I don't make anything. I can make grilled cheese. I mean, grilled cheeses are good. Yeah. Especially dipped in tomato soup. So, um, now that we're done with that, you guys want to move into the Supreme Court case that I have up here? Are you telling me soup was involved in the Supreme Court? Not soup, but the tomato. Oh! Um, It's hard to find stuff about soup. People don't seem to care about soup, even though um, it's fantastic. Um, But I've known about this court case for about three years. I read about it. In the back of your mind? Well, I've told people about it before, and I don't think they fucking care. No one cares about trivia. No one my age cares about trivia other than, like, me. (laughs) <laughs> I do crosswords with my dad, and people are like, man, you're a loser. Um, but uh, I read about this in a book called the, the Big Book of Useless Information. That's literally titled. It might not have big in it. It might just be The Book of Useless Information. But it's a really uh, great book if you want to, you know, pick it up and read it. It's not, you know, sponsoring this show. It's just a great book. But it's a court case called, a uh, Supreme Court case called Nix v. Hedden from 
1893. I assume it's pronounced Hedden. It's just H-E-D-D-N-E-N. Hedden. Hedden. Yeah, that sounds But, uh, uh, yeah, the tomato, um, whether it is a fruit or a vegetable, comes into play in the Supreme Court case. It is at the center of this court case. So let's go ahead and uh, get some background information. So, um, in 1883, President Chester A. Arthur signs the Tariff Act of 1883, of course, because that's the year when he signed it. Um, in that tariff act uh, is a required tax on imported vegetables, but not fruit. So uh, that's a little bit of background. A little bit of background on John Nix, who is one of the parties involved in the uh, case. He was the owner of John Nix and Company Fruit Commission in the good old New York City. Uh, it was a large seller of produce, so you know, fruits and vegetables. Uh, he was negatively affected by the new tariff act because... Uh, his tomatoes were getting taxed for being a vegetable. Um, so he took this all the way to the Supreme Court? Uh, yes, Out that's exactly what he did. Out of um, so he filed a suit against the other party, who was Edward L. Hedden. Now, Edward L. Hedden was the tax collector for the port of New York, and he was collecting the tax from Nix for the importation of tomatoes, claiming them to be a vegetable. So this uh, eventually got all the way up to the Supreme Court, and uh, that's impressive. Nix, Nix obviously claims tomatoes are fruit and is therefore tax exempt by the Tariff Act of 1883. Hedden claims that tomatoes are vegetable, therefore taxable, because you know he wants to tax people. Because I guess he, I don't actually know how tax collection works. Does he get like a cut of the tax that um, he collects? It depends on. Uh, I'm I mean, really this sure. is 1883, so. It's so I, I like to imagine that they still have the tax collector going house yeah, to yeah. house, but like. No, I, I imagine money. more so it's like it's the Monopoly guy running around like, hey, give me your money. I can see fun. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like that I like that one better. I like that one better. I like that one. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Because what one. David said, I imagine like fucking Zacharias from the Bible. <laughs> um, uh, so both parties... Silence your cell phones. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't silence your cell phone. You're an absolute animal. Uh, everybody listening, all thousands of the people listening, were just heard that ding, did not and we're just like, oh my gosh, someone didn't silence their cell phone. That's absolutely just terrible podcast etiquette. I didn't silence my cell phone. <laughs> but we're using it to record, so hopefully it's okay. Um, so both parties, um, Nick's and Hedden, Nick's being the, the business owner, Hedden being the tax collector, uh, cited multiple dictionaries, including things like Merriam-Webster and... Uh, I don't think they cited the Oxford English Dictionary, which is my choice of dictionary well, to a, go to. That's a shame. But they, there were like two others that I saw in the... I just used Wikipedia because it was the easiest to read. Um, Wait, they Wikipedia cited, is a pretty reliable source. I mean, Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that they probably just used information from the Library of Congress, which is public information, but I didn't feel like reading through the entire case briefing. I'm not... Uh, I'm not, yeah, being, I'm not doing that. I started doing it and I was like, no, no. That'd be a bitch and a half, no. yeah. So I just went to Wikipedia. But they cited dictionaries uh, for the definition of vegetable and fruit, as well as specific fruits and vegetables similar to tomato, um, like, you know, like beets and stuff. Citing the definition of those to sway the court's opinion on whether or not the tomato was a vegetable or fruit. Uh, there were also witnesses called in, and they stated that the definitions cited held no different meaning prior to the 1883 Act. Uh, the, the Tariff Act of 1883 and after the uh, Tariff Act of 1883, meaning that if a tomato was considered a vegetable before the Tariff Act of 1883, it should, would still be considered a vegetable after the Act. But what did they consider it? So the court 
made the unanimous decision. Unanimous. That every, that sing, is, every single one of them decided we the don't, same way. We do not get a lot to, of these days. To rule with the defendant, Hedden, meaning the tomato is classified as a vegetable. The Supreme Court in 1883, this is just straight up law, folks. Um, that the tomato is legally a vegetable. Wait, a vegetable? A vegetable. I always... The tomato is legally a vegetable. The court decided that... I always thought it was um, considered a fruit. The the court decided that the definition of fruit had no tendency to distinguish the tomato from a vegetable in common speech. In botanical speech... um, they uh, said that it was a fruit. They do, they do um, recognize that botanically it is a fruit. Then why not tax it as a fruit? I, I don't know, what man. Made this, was eight, this was 1883. It must have been a crazy time. It but sounds like we need to have the it wasn't, course it, it wasn't, review this. It wasn't as much about um, uh, science as it was about uh, definition and the use of speech. Okay. Um... There was a uh, Justice Gray, I don't remember his first name, I just put Justice Gray like an idiot, I should have put his whole name, but he was, I know he was not the Chief Justice, Um, and he said that when words have no special meaning in commerce, the ordinary meaning must, must be used in court. So, the tomato was not known as a fruit in commerce, it was known as a vegetable. But botanically it's a fruit. Botanically it's a fruit, but that is not common ordinary meaning. Therefore, um, dictionaries, which both sides cited as sources, dictionaries cannot be used as evidence, only memory aids for understanding. Now, I'll be honest, I don't quite understand what that means. It, it means if when you say it and someone has like this, it, think of it like connotation versus denotation. The denotation of a tomato is that it's fruit, yeah. but people understand it as a vegetable. So they're going based off of connotation. They're saying you can't bring in that actual definition. You go by what's commonly known. So, but the tomato is so everybody. So like, so like, I guess in everybody in eight, most of the people in 1883, people that weren't botanists were like, yeah, tomatoes a vegetable. So that's the common meaning. Therefore, that's the one that's upheld in court. But tomatoes are sweet by nature. That's so I would consider so? it a fruit. I'd say, really I'd say cucumbers are kind of sweet. I don't, I don't know. know. They're kind of flavorless. Cucumbers are, they're kind of flavorless, but they're yeah, kind of Yeah, cucumbers are just water. Well, actually, they do have seeds in them. Cucumbers yeah, but cucumbers are a vegetable. Are cucumbers are No, cu- cucumbers are a vegetable. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so uh, as I said before, the court does acknowledge the botanical classification of the tomato as a fruit. Cucumbers but, are a fruit. And, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we're, we, aren't, we aren't saying it's not. Botanically, it's a fruit. It's definitely a fruit. Everybody nowadays knows it's a fruit. But legally, ever since 1883, the tomato is legally a vegetable, which I, I always find kind of funny. This is kind of a funny court case. Um, I, I just think today's courts need another, to uh, revisit that. Another reason they... I mean, it's probably... It's not important enough anymore. They probably don't care much about the tariffs anymore. I mean, yeah. Uh, another reason that they, cite, they, they said that the tomato was a vegetable instead of a fruit is that it's eaten as a main meal and not a dessert. I don't know. That one's probably that one probably led, that one probably held less weight, but it was still part of a reason. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. I mean, I don't usually. I mean, I don't eat fruit with my main meal, but vegetables like broccoli and stuff always go with the main meal. So that's actually I mean, yeah, that's I mean, true. Yeah, you can kind of that's true. See that unless it's like um, a breakfast. I mean, I always eat fruit with breakfast. This Supreme no. Court case actually kind of held some sort of important meaning, um, not because of the. Uh, 
make uh, legally defining the tomato as a vegetable, but legally uh, the precedent set by uh, mean saying that the common meaning of words is the one that usually stands in court because it, this court case was actually cited um, by a few other court cases. Uh, once again, I did bad research and didn't write them down for some reason. Well, we're not a law. But I remember, I remember that. I re yeah, I mean, we're a soup podcast. We'll see. Uh, soup's on. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, they cited this court case uh, as precedent in other court cases that involve common meaning versus non okay uncommon meaning well that in is order, in order to uphold the common meaning so it actually has a little bit of significance and then i wrote down here um pertaining to uh this is the bit where i said earlier maybe like 10 minutes into the podcast where i we were talking about the new jersey tomatoes mm -hmm. um so uh the state of new jersey their state vegetable is the tomato and they actually cited this case in order to uphold their decision of keeping the tomato <laughs> as their state vegetable instead of state fruit. So New Jersey had a stake in this court case. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, they I don't. Really I don't. Had a stake. Why? Why am I such a bad researcher? I didn't put the year that they did this. I don't think it was recent. It was probably in like the late 1900s that they did this, where they decided the tomato was the state vegetable in New Jersey. That, that's a that's a pretty Mississippi move. It on was their definitely part. after I 1883. Don't know about that. I can I can I can confidently say that it was definitely after 1883. But anyways, that's uh, that's the end of Nix v. Hedden. I've always thought that that court case was really funny because everybody's like, yeah, tomatoes are fruit, but then technically but legally, technically it's, it's a vegetable, legally a vegetable yeah. as of 1893. I think I've been okay. saying 1883 this well, whole time. Well, I said we petitioned today's court. Yeah, I think again I should clarify. It, it's right? 1893. I think I was Take saying 1883 for a little bit there for some reason. Okay. Well, it's well, just, that, hey, hey, all uh, let us know. What are your takes what on this? What are your takes? Yeah, leave them in the comments. What are, what are your takes on this? Yeah, as if it fucking matters what you think about the Supreme Court. <laughs> anyway, it's been awesome. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Yeah. Please stick around because we're going to have more and more episodes. Hopefully that y'all end up Hopefully. loving. Thank Hopefully you for joining us on Soup's On this week. We'll try not to interrupt each other as much in further episodes. We can't promise that. Again, right? we are your hosts. My name is Sapal. My name is Grayson. My name is David. Um, Soup's on! Soup's <laughs> <laughs>